Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Whoa, Matt, you look late night, was it? It was, Matthew. I was up all night doing my homework because today we've got Ramesh Ranganathan, a.k.a. Judge Ramesh, a.k.a. The Reluctant Landlord. But the most important a.k.a. is Mr. Ranganathan, maths teacher. That's why I've been doing all this algebra. Well, he set you homework. (laughs) You can't wait to be set the homework, Matthew. It's a miracle you survived school. I did have to eat lunch in the staff room for my own protection. Of course you did. And I knew all the dinner ladies by name. Sue's husband was having an affair. Let me copy yours then. Weren't you concentrating in class? What about Miss Mackenzie? Hey, that's been well documented. We all know what happened there. Do you want to hold on to your lunch money? <laughs> nice try. My mum packed me sandwiches. You've got to get up pretty early to bully this bright young genius. Right. I'm sorry, you leave me no choice. Come here, I've got to give you a wedgie. No, no it's not... No, why? Come here! No, Max, oh no, hold please. still. Okay, fine. I'm Matt Richardson, Heat Magazine's Weird Crush of the Year 2014. And I'm Matt Willis, from Busted. We are Guilty Pleasures, and in our new podcast, celebrities confess what they get up to when no one's watching. And then we decide whether they're good-bad... Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. ...or bad-bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. Because if we think it's bad-bad, you know you're a wrong'un. Hello, everybody. Um, Welcome to When No One's Watching. Now, today on the podcast, we have got probably one of the best guests you can book in the United Kingdom. Uh, He is one of the best comedians working today. It's Rob Beckett's sidekick, Ramesh Ranganathan. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know know what's so disgusting about it? I could hear the excitement in your voice as you... What to say? Mate, it's not not often I get to uh, slag you off, is it, anymore? (laughs) How Uh, are you? I'm very good. Well, I'm I'm good, thank you. I mean, I'm sort of dealing with... uh, We sort of discussed that I'm dealing with a couple of injuries. I've got a broken wrist and a dislocated thumb, which um, I managed to re-dislocate trying to put some shampoo on my hair. It was one of the most (laughs) sort of the structural integrity of my thumb has been compromised to such a point that even squeezy bottles are kind of beyond my beyond my abilities now. So is the wife helping you shower then? She isn't because I do want there to be some slim chance of us having sex again uh, at some point (laughs) before we die. Uh, but I did have that. I did have this humiliating thing where you sort of don't realise. I mean, I, I say this; it sounds the most moronic thing ever. I didn't realise how useful opposable thumbs are. I, I know that sounds weird, being that <laughs> they are the, the very thing, the very thing that separates us. So, apart from these injuries, how's your lockdown been? You must love it because you you don't like people 
at all. <laughs> well, no, look, do you know what? I, 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 that is, I have noticed, not an advantage in that, right? Because I, I, I do, when I do end up going and meeting up with mates, I do enjoy it. But I do have, um, I'm flaky as fuck. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair and enough. So, and so uh, I do think I have, I think it's called cancellation ecstasy syndrome, where like if you agree to do something and then you cancel, you become addicted to that feeling of suddenly having your <laughs> evening free. And so I do, think I, I do think I have that. And so I haven't had that buzz for a while. Do you know what I mean? It's very difficult to sort of opt out of a Zoom night. I cannot <laughs> wait to see people again. It'll be good, won't it? But there we go. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know that it will, mate. I think you've had a massive assumption. <laughs> no, because, you know, a lot of these people are sort of getting excited about going back to the pub and shit. But they've forgotten what going to the pub is actually like. I mean, there's that sort of <laughs> first 10 to 15 minutes where you're sort of excited to meet up with each other. And then you slowly realise the level of sort of quality of anecdotes that your group of friends have. And then, the, and then you sort of think, is this is this great? I don't know if it is, man. That isn't, fair to say, that isn't fair to say about your friends when you're a professional in that department. <laughs> right, well, can we have your first confession, please? I am completely obsessed with my family keeping their anuses clean as a whistle. Can you explain <laughs> please, this? Please, a please elaborate. <laughs> Please elaborate. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. <laughs> when you say your family, so this is your your, your children, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah and my wife. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, 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 basically, so we went to Hever Castle, right? And right at the end, when you go, to, you go round it. When you get to the top, they uh, they had like a picture of an old how they used to go to the toilet, and it was like a long drop. And then they talked right. about how they could clean their asses, right? And um, and it was like, I think it's like a sponge on a stick or some shit like that. And it was like communal. Do you know what I mean? So you're just handing that around. And my wife said, uh, it's disgusting, isn't it? And I said to her, well, I don't really know that we've moved that far beyond that. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I find it incredible. You know, bearing in mind that the three of us are in separate, we're in separate parts of the country, right? We are talking almost instant time visually with each other. We're recording this for the posterior podcast. And yet if either any of us need a shit, we will clean our asses with folded wadded paper. Like well, what is going on <laughs> with technological advances? Do, do, do you know what I mean? And also, yeah. and also this country, this country has got anal hygiene lowest on its list of priorities than almost any other country. You go, you go to countries that are considered part of the developing world. You go to use a public toilet, they've got these little soda guns and you can shoot like a little mixer up your ass after you've gone for a shit, right? We went to a hotel with a B-Day. Is it B-Day or B-Day? B-Day, I'd say. I think it's either. Right. And my son took a shit in it. So you can't... So that's a, a, so that's a B-Day. Because it looks, it looks so much like a toilet. So... <laughs> So anyway, I was sort of looking into it, and, um, and you can get this, um, you can get this, uh, these these wet wipes, right? Now the problem with wet wipes is they're they're not biodegradable, but they do these like special biodegradable wet wipes that you can use to uh, yeah. to clean your ass, and um, and the advert is fucking amazing, man. Because I, I watched the video, and the way they demonstrate it is they have some like natural wood flooring, and they drop some chocolate pudding on it. And then they try and wipe that up with a dry tissue, right? And the tissue, I mean, I'll be honest with you, it sort of pushes it into the grain. It, it, it sort of... 
We've all felt that. Jesus right. Christ. And then. Fucking hell. And then. Right. And then um, they showed it with like a wet wipe. And it's obviously, it's like incredible. Right. So I said to, I, I immediately ordered shitloads of them. And um, I started, to, I, I talked, I sat Leisha and the kids down and talked them through. Because you, you don't, you, you go, you don't just use the wet wipe. You've got to go dry, wet, dry, right? So it's dry to kind of deal with the initial car crash. And then... Fucking <laughs> hell. And then it's wet to polish up. And then it's dry so that you're not still thinking about it after you finish, you know what I mean? So it's kind of... <laughs> I d delivered a sort of a, a course. I did a, I did a, a presentation oh, about how I wanted members of our family to be cleaning our asses. But I just think it's, I just think it's incredible that you would yeah. take a shit um, and then <laughs> wipe with tissue and then go on about your day. Like if, 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 if a piece of shit went anywhere else on my body, I, I, I would torture before I could continue <laughs> like getting on with my life. You're so right. You're so but, fucking right. Like if I, if I'm wiping one of my kids and it gets on my hand, yeah. fuck yeah. You hell. just go. You then you're in a yeah. debate. How much do I need this hand now? That's yeah. what you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. But then you know. But my asshole. You know, just a quick wipe. Is there any more poo on the thing? No, I'll carry on. Yeah, it's like that. You're it's right. like it's that. Weird. It's, it's, it's that thing where like, you know, people sort of say. Oh, isn't it annoying when you need a shit after you've had a shower or whatever? And you sort of think, well, yeah. that shouldn't be annoying. You should clean yourself to a point <laughs> where you shouldn't go, oh, God, I've just had a shower. Now I'm going to have a shitty arsehole. You just clean it. <laughs> <laughs> it should be an every time thing. You're right. You're fucking right. Yeah. Look, I've given them the information. It's up to them. What, what I don't want is to have not educated them. I've told them what, what the situation is. <laughs> no, fair is. enough. And, yeah, and if they choose... Funny to still be fucking filthy, <laughs> then that's, it. That, that's, their that's on them. It's literally on them. <laughs> when do you tell them? They just know. They've had it instilled in them. Do you know what I mean? It's like, support Arsenal, clean arsehole. It's kind of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have kids. So I have to defer to Matt on this. How are you feeling about this? Um, I think this is good, bad. I think this is very, very good, bad. Um, I like nothing more than a very, very clean bum hole. Um, you like, no, you like nothing kids. more. Uh, no. <laughs> there, is, there is nothing there you is nothing like, I like more. My absolute favourite <laughs> favourite thing in the world is. You, well, this might surprise you. A clean bummer. That is, it's absolutely the, <laughs> absolutely the pinnacle for me. I think this is good, bad. Like, we all like a clean arsehole, you know? Like, I think... Yeah. I, I like my own arsehole to be clean, but I've never had to put it out to other people. So I'm going to say it's good, bad, because one day when I have children, I may well agree with both of you. It's very good, bad. Well done. Thank you. Thanks very much. Rom, can we have your next confession, please? I'm a massive hip-hop fan. Uh, 
And there are certain tunes, well, it's not just hip hop, but for me, mainly hip hop, there's certain tunes that make you feel like an absolute bad man when you hear them, right? And so, <laughs> and, and I, uh, I'm not allowed to listen to, to hip hop in the house and stuff because uh, Lisa, get, my wife, gets worried about the influence on the kids and shit. So anyway, the, 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 what's happened now is I've kind of got this, I've got into this thing where I now have playlists of like properly like bad man tunes. It's, that's what, I think that's what the playlist is named on my phone. And I essentially kind of walk around and sort of enter this kind of fantasy where I'm in a film and the song that's played in my headphones is the soundtrack to my walk that everybody <laughs> is hearing. Do you know what I mean? As I go into like Tesco or whatever. And, and that is like, I make it really fucking vivid to the point <laughs> where like, you know, I might sometimes like choreograph getting the cereal out off the shelf into the trolley to like a particular <laughs> thing or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's really, do you know like, um, the, 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 the best way to describe it is, you know that really eggy bit in Spider-Man 3 where he becomes that kind of evil Spider-Man and he's kind of strutting, he's sort of strutting down the street like an absolute, yeah. that's yeah, me yeah, yeah. all the time when I've got my head on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think it's very midlife crisis-y, you know, in terms of now, it's kind of my own little personal feeling cool kind of bubble that I use. It's pretty sad. I'm, I'm, can you hear? Can you hear me feeling more pathetic as I continue talking? I'm sort of, yeah, you're, re I'm you're really going into yourself. <laughs> now, I, I have to ask. So, if you're doing this and you're thinking about you being in a film, like, what character are you in this film of your life? Like, what's your backstory? Who are you? Um, not quite Kaiser Soze, but you know that. <laughs> not, but you know that sort of guy that is quite quiet in the initial part of the film, and then as the film goes on, you know, I, I see it as kind of a, a heist movie. I think. Do you know what I mean like like Ocean's Eleven or something like that? And I'm one of the guys that in the early part of the film you don't think he's going to be able to contribute a lot because maybe his wrist is broken or he's dislocated his thumb or something. But then as 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 the film kind of progresses, you suddenly realise, holy fucking shit, man, this guy has got something about him. And then there's the moment where they go, where they're talking through, they're talking through how the thing went down and they went, yeah, then you did this and then, and they go, but hold on a minute. How the fuck did the safe get opened? And then it goes, ding, ding. And you see me just like absolutely fucking <laughs> bopping To that out. song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, it was inside his broken arm all along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's basically it. You know I, mean? I have similar songs like this um, for the gym, like certain songs, like for instance, like um, like I'm very unmotivated to go to the gym sometimes. So I have like um, like music which will be vibe music. Like Kendrick Lamar is very good vibe music. Mm. I'm always a bit embarrassed about what's playing in my headphones more than more than getting into it. Like um, like for, like if I'm driving my car, for instance, I have um certain songs which I like to sing along to, like the Backstreet Boys. I will put them on really fucking loud <laughs> and mate. sing sing my heart out. Kind of the opposite to what I was, uh, what you are going for. Yeah, but I do I do respect that, you know, because they've just got nonstop bangers, man. Do you know what I mean? And it's like people love that those tunes so much. It's not even a guilty pleasure anymore, man. That thing's just no, like no, there's no. no shame in that. Do you know what I mean? There but, was a, there was a period of my life where it was quite shameful. Like maybe I shouldn't have been listening to it. But now I fully embrace it. Yeah, like yeah. I've got I've got dance moves whilst driving. 
I've got the full the full thing. The thing I even is, sometimes like, wear white on purpose. <laughs> so when you, so is this always like if you're at the supermarket or something like name the songs you're listening to just to give a picture so you're yeah. in you know I'm assuming Waitrose uh, these days and you're down the aisle and <laughs> you're down the aisle and like what is playing it's maybe kind of late 90s or 90s West Coast hip hop really to be honest with you. it's something yeah. that uh, there'd be a lot of Snoop do you know what I mean uh, newer stuff would be like uh, Kendrick, I love putting on Kendrick. It would just be stuff like that, where just oh, I tell you what, I tell you what, one um, you might not know this tune, but there's a film called Training Day. Um, I love that movie. Right, so there's a song on it by Pharaoh Munch called "Fuck You," right, and right. Uh, and it's just like uh, I can't. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not going to do the chorus. The, the chorus is "Fuck You" just over and over again. Really, it's like, but it makes me feel like just such a bad man when that comes <laughs> on. <didn't laughs> I feel like a fucking absolute Donny. Do you know what I mean? Just, but where, like, where are you when it comes on? Like Tesco or whatever. Or, or like, I might just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll just be like, you know, wherever, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I might be just be going to pick the boys up from school. You know? Fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Hey, boys. Oh, yeah. that's a lovely yeah. little drawing. Yeah, yeah. Daddy's, <laughs> dad, dad's brought you some gingerbread. <laughs> do, you, do you ever know do you ever feel like that like you're doing something and you catch yourself with the song on and you're like oh for god's sake I'm just putting tofu in my basket yeah 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 100% I think like I went to um, I went to uh, the States a few years ago and and I I basically spent the it was like we were filming in this like low rider that had the hydraulics on and shit like that and they were playing loads of west coast hip hop and suddenly I realised oh that's where you're supposed to listen to that music do you know what I mean you, you, you sort of <laughs> listening to that in Crawley it's not it's not <laughs> do you know what I mean it's, it's not quite the same you know no <laughs> uh, <laughs> well because you like um when with your music as well you've got quite good music taste haven't you like your music taste is well known part of you yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm obsessive i don't know about i'm obsessive i'm really into hip-hop and um I, I i properly like i properly love it yeah so but 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 it's one of these things where like when i grew up because i grew up i grew up listening to it and i t discovered it when i was like a 10 or 11 or something like that and fell in love with it from then and, and listened to it ever since and I really did think to myself, oh, I'm going to be, I mean, I don't know if you have this, Matt, but like, I really thought to myself, I'm really into my music. I'm passionate about it. I'm going to instill this in my kids. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to, because like, my dad could not fucking connect with what I was listening to or whatever, because he just wasn't really that into music, right? Yeah. Whereas, and I'm thinking to myself, my kids are, are lucky, man. They've got a dad who's like, proper, but they just, they couldn't give a shiny shit, man. Yeah. They're, they're like, they hate everything I listen to. Do you know what I mean? They, 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 like, they say like, they say like, the, they, they genuinely say the same stuff that my mum and dad used to say to me when I was listening to it as a kid. Like, it just sounds like shouting. Why, why do they have to, <laughs> why, why do they have, why do, oh, they have to, no. why do they have to swear all the time and all this shit? Like, oh, fucking you, hell, man. So, so what you're <laughs> saying is you have single-handedly ruined hip-hop for a generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my kids think like hip-hop is the least cool shit you could possibly ever listen to, man. Uh, and my dad does listen to this podcast. All right, Jeff, sorry. Um, but I remember once we were driving through um, we were driving through this town stuck in traffic and he was listening to Eminem in the car because um, he really liked Eminem. And he had us in the back and he had it on full volume doing the words and everything. And I've never been more mortified in my life 
Like, yeah. so you're, you're, you are, you are a middle class white dad in Oxfordshire listening to Eminem run now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I do, I do feel. I do kind of respect it from them because I, I, I do think it's part of a rite of passage as a kid to find what your parents do embarrassing and to kind of kick against that. And mm. I, I do, I do, I do think to myself, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I would almost be worried if you did accept wholeheartedly everything I'm suggesting. Do you know what I mean? But my, like, I, I, do, I did sort of have a conversation with my eldest son because we, we were walking into school and I went to sort of like, my, our eldest son has started like wanting to separate from the pack way before we actually get to school. So we'll kind of start walking ahead quite early doors. Um, and then I went to hug him and said, have a good day. And he sort of shied away from me. And I was like, are you fuck? Are you embarrassed of me? And he was like, "Oh no, just a little bit." I go, "Listen, mate." I said, "You don't know how lucky you are." I'm like one of the fucking coolest dads at this. I said, "Look around, <laughs> look around at some of the other dads, right?" How, how many of these pricks have been nominated you, for a BAFTA? How dare you suggest that I'm embarrassing? <laughs> Jerry, you don't know you're born, mate. Jerry. Like that guy, yeah, what's, what's up pointing out other dad? Look at that prick. <laughs> if you're embarrassed of him, I get it. I get it. Now, how do you feel about this, Matt? Is this something you do? Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm, I mean, I'm always, um, uh, I, I, I often forget how loud I play my music um, and people can hear it. And um, when I've got music on, I will walk different. I will feel different. I will walk into yeah. somewhere feeling a bit more confident, a bit more ballsy. Um, I love and it. Me too. I love it. This is That's good, bad I for me. It. I do the Phantom soundtrack. But there we go. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera, mate. You walk into a shop and it hits. Walking into, walking into where you need to go into it. Richardson's here. I think this is I think this is good fact. I, I really like this. I think everyone does it because, you know, in our lives we're all starring in our own film or something, aren't we? So this is good bad. Great. Yeah, very what good, bad. You, well done. Definitely good, bad for me. I love it. I love Thank it. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay, so um, Ramesh, can we please have your next confession? Yeah, my next confession uh, is is basically, I have a thing about going into restaurants uh, and how we're being treated. Now, I don't know if this is like a, a working class chip on the shoulder or something like that. But like, you know, when you, you start going to, you start going to nicer restaurants or whatever, I sort of, whenever I take, whenever we go to a nice restaurant, I start to get slightly paranoid that people don't think we belong there or, or anything like that, right? So, so when they take us to the table, when we sit down, now Lisa will go to me, you need to just fucking chill, right? She'll, she, she knows that I'm like on a thing. And if it takes them a while for them to bring around the bread or bring the menus or talk to us, I will say to Lisa, I'm, I'm gonna fucking go. I, 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 <laughs> uh, and I, I just get really, really paranoid about it. So anyway, I went to this, this restaurant, this um, uh, Toby, it's Toby Carvery, right? Uh, right. I'm allowed to mention the brand, it's a, it's a podcast, isn't it? Anyway, I went to this Toby Carvery. A while ago, I got, I was doing this TV show, we went to Albania, right? And 
they were shut. This is all linked together in a bit. All right, just just uh, just bear with me. We went to Albania, and there's loads of disused bunkers in Albania, right? From like the conflict, right? And they've kept those bunkers, and they're using them for all sorts of different things. We went to this bunker where there was this tattoo artist, right? And we interviewed him for the show, and he said to me, "Would you like a tattoo?" And I just thought it would be impolite to say no. So I ended up getting a tattoo of the Albanian flag on the inside of my forearm, right? So anyway, that, that all happened. We went to Toby's and all this time I'd been thinking, I, need to, I, I, I don't know about this having this Albanian flag. It's a bit fucking random, do you know what I mean? But I, I did like my trip to Albania. Anyway, we go into this restaurant, right? And we go and sit down um, and the waiter says to me, could I just, uh, can I have a quick word? Um, the, the, the manager would like to speak to you, uh, if that's okay. And I was like, um, yeah, all right. So immediately, my alarm bells are fucking ringing now, right? I can't believe this now. I'm getting mugged off at a fucking Toby's, right? So, <laughs> so the, the, the manager comes over and he says to me, um, uh, I, I watched your show in Albania. Um, did, you, uh, did you really get that tattoo done? And I said, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. And he goes, can I see it? And I said, yeah, of course. And then I just pulled the sleeve up and showed him the, the flag. And he said to me, um, I'm Albanian. You'll never have to pay for anything in this restaurant ever again. All right? <laughs> now, now- In a Toby. In a Toby, right? Now, I, I, admittedly, I'd, I'd have preferred that if that was happening in like a Michelin star restaurant, but I'll take what I can get at this stage, right? <laughs> so my, so now I said to Lisa, after we finished the meal, the, the guy said, you don't have to pay for anything that it's on the house, right? We left. Yeah. Now a decent human being would not take advantage of that and would not go to that restaurant again, because it's a bit of a piss take to go in there. You know, it's like, you know, it's not like, you know, I, I'm doing okay. I don't need to be going and claiming free Toby Carvery just because. I mean, I'm fucking vegan for a start. I mean, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really on brand, is it, mate? <laughs> right? But I love wearing a short sleeve shirt and going to Toby Carvery. I mean, that's. <laughs> Fucking hell. By the way, I imagine after this goes out, that's fucking over. Right, so this, 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 is, this, is, quite, this is quite a good way of anaesthetizing me from doing it again. The, the confession is, um, I, I go to my local, I go to my local Toby Carvery far too much because a tattoo I have gets me free food. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, it sounds a lot worse in summary like that. I saw, I, 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 I saw, I, 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 I flowered it. I, I, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I don't know what... Do you know what I think it is? Well, the, 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 you know, the reason I mentioned my persecution complex is because it feels amazing it, to go into a restaurant. And I don't even think it's about the free food. I think it's about the fact that, they, that, that you get treated so nicely in there. It feels like, do you know in, you know in um, Goodfellas, you know that single shot scene where he walks... Uh, he I've walks never in, seen it, sorry. Walks, and everyone knows who he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he walks, right, he, walks so, right, he walks right to the table at the front, sits down, everybody's like, hey, hey, how you doing? That's how I feel at Toby Carvery when I show well, them my I'm going to stop you there. For the sake of our edit, at the top of the show, at the top of this confession, can yeah. I get you to say, my next confession is, I love going to my local Toby Carvery because they give me a free meal because I have an Albanian tattoo. Can you just say that for me now? Is that all right? Because that's the confession. You're like, oh, I, oh, I've got this working class chip on my shoulder. That's all fucking nonsense, mate. The confession is, no, I no, like listen, having listen. a free dinner. No, but listen, I play the game. I'll go in there. As, and not bring it up. I'll go in there and sit down, and then they go, ah. Oh. <laughs> show us a flag, show us yeah, a flag. Yeah, yeah, they go, oh, fucking hell, right. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, I won't go at the moment because the cast covers it. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to get to draw one on. There's a guy that um, makes his own hot sauce, uh, the Rib Man. Do you know the Rib Man at West Ham? He does this, no. amazing, he does this amazing hot sauce called Holy Fuck. Um, and it's incredible and uh, I order it off him all the time and he told me that if I ever get holy fuck tattooed onto my body I would get free hot sauce for, for life you know I what though, I like that because these days there's um there's a whole thing about you know tweet about it and you can have freebies but yeah. I, I like that he's gone that next step of going I'm not interested in your social media I want it on <laughs> your body forever yeah it, it's, do you know what like in all honesty I am pretty embarrassed about that Toby's thing right but the, why? Because because it's like a because the truth is I should have never gone back to that Toby's ever again. That's the truth. That is what I should have done. Right. That is what I should have done. Mm. But um, but I did go back. If someone came down that like a family member you weren't bothered about, would yeah. you be like, I tell you what, I'll treat you to dinner. We'll get a Toby's. Well, do you know? Do you know what I might do is if like if like a family member came round and they went and, and and we sort of went out for a bit and they were sort of going, oh right, well I thought you were like. I thought you were a bit more well-known than this. It's a bit like, you know, nobody seems to... I'd go, uh, no, no, sure, sure. Do you fancy um, Do you fancy dinner at Toby's? Because <laughs> you know you're going to get recognised there. Yeah, I know that they're going to... And I'm joking, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so, so with the persecution in other restaurants, mm. um, back to that, what, what, what's happening there? Where's that rooted? Well, my dad used to have a... I don't think this is to do with that, but my dad did have a persecution complex about Indian restaurants in particular. Right? My dad was convinced, completely convinced, that Indian restaurants 
treat white customers better than Asian customers, right? Because it feels like they have to like, <laughs> it feels like, it used to, it used to say they feel like they'd have to kind of suck up to white people a bit more than, than they would do Asian people, right? So, you know, he, he had this thing, this like this theory that you get mugged um, off. But- you're as bad as that because I remember the last time oh I was probably God, embarrassed I'm... in a restaurant. The last time I was embarrassed in a restaurant was 2011 or 12 in Edinburgh during the Fringe mm. with you because you you got upset about something, didn't you? We went to Mum's, didn't we? We went to Mum's, yeah. And I ordered uh, macaroni cheese. Right, it's in my pre-Vegs days, and um, we were waiting for the macaroni cheese. And to be fair, look, look. I don't think I, I didn't make a scene. I didn't think it was fucking insane. Though. It took ages, right? Yeah, and it, but it, it did ruin your week. It certainly, I'd say, I'd say 100% it ruined my day. We went to Mum's, home of comfort food in Edinburgh. Okay, you go there because you want comfort. All right, that's where okay. you go there. And I hope for a little bit of comfort, a little bit of solace, a little bit of nice. And I ordered macaroni cheese. Famously, you only need to get two things right for macaroni cheese to be what it's called. It took, what, 45 minutes for the macaroni cheese? It was an insane amount of time, and it was fucking penne. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Fucking penne. He went on about it for days. (laughs) It's called macaroni cheese. It's like, like, you know, it's like if if you ordered chicken tikka and and it arrived, it was lamb. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Let's see what Matt thinks. Do you think this is good, bad, or bad, bad? Um, I think that is bad, bad. Right. <laughs> um, uh, like, if I get sent something, like, for instance, I once had a card for an Italian restaurant chain. I felt, like, mortally embarrassed to pull out the ZZ card yeah. because I felt like I was, um, you know, I, I felt like I was doing something wrong. So, um, so yeah, I feel I feel a bit uneasy about this, Moresh. See, I'm going to disagree with you. Um, I'm now at a point in my career where um, anything free would be great. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is good, bad. Like you know, it's a perk of the job, isn't it? Like you get to go into Toby and have a nice. No, time. but listen, Imagine- no, no, but listen, you're, guys, guys, you, you're you are. I, I don't. I don't. I think it's good. No, I'm, I know, I know. But you're dis- listen. Uh, you're distorting. What is, you're destroying my confession. Can I just say, you're fucking distorting my confession. Sorry, sorry, right, let me rephrase it. So basically the confession is, you get treated like a celebrity at your no, local no, Toby Carver. No, it's not about, yeah, it's not about, no, it's not about, it's not about getting treated like a celebrity. Look mate, I'm on your side. I I'm know, no, but you're bad. making it worse. You're making, I don't, I, I don't want you to agree with me, weirdly. No. I, I actually prefer Matt's disagreement than I do your agreement. You're All right, then you know what? So you're getting you're getting an angry good bad. <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Okay, Ramesh, can we please have your next confession? Uh certainly can. Uh my next confession is I absolutely love Zumbo's Just Desserts on Netflix. Now I don't know if you do either of you know this show? I do I very know well. It. So it's an Australian show and it's basically, well, it's like, it's like Bake Off, except it's, yeah. except it's purely, there's no savoury. It's, it's all desserts. I'm desperately, as I'm talking, trying to find something in the description that will explain why it is I find it so addictive. But, <laughs> but I can't. Also, um, Zumbo, just 
is is one of the worst people I've ever watched on telly. He just looks like he doesn't want to be there. And he's the most unenthusiastic bloke ever. So I've got to ask about this, because um, I've watched quite a bit of Zumbos. Yeah. And it's not like... So on Bake Off, they're all quite competent amateur chefs or, you know, bakers or whatever. Yeah. Whereas on Zumbos, loads of them fuck it up all the time. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. they give them a bit. They're like, you're going to make, um, you know, a tower of profiteroles. And they half of them go, oh, you know, the problem with this is I've never even seen a profiterole. Yeah. yeah. And they just... <laughs> And like, so there's no enjoyment in it because it's not like it's not like half of them are really good and half of them are bad. They're all shit. Yeah, there's loads at of doing the thing. There's loads of really bad ones. And the other thing that I've noticed about this is that one of the things that um, I, I've sort of got obsessed with is with all of these types of shows, like any kind of knockout show like that, Bake Off, Apprentice, or whatever. I, I'm always really keen to see how they edit it in relation to what the result's going to be. Because a lot of the time they try and make it, they try and keep it as a surprise. Because you know I mean? actually, if you just showed everything as it's going on, you just go, well, this guy's fucking dog shit. There's no way he's going to win. But, that, <laughs> but they, have to, they have to kind of edit it in a clever way or whatever. But they, in, in Zumbo's just desserts, they fucking make it so blatant by going so far the other way. Do you know what I mean? Like on the final of the last one, spoiler alert, but if you haven't watched it by now, what the fuck are you doing with your life? But at the very end of it, it goes, honestly, they get down to the last two. And this girl goes, I mean, there's absolutely no way I'm going to win that at this stage because the only way I could possibly win is if I got a 10. And then it goes, I award you 10. And you go, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> what is this? Panto. <laughs> I've only the last... The last few years of living with Sam, I've gotten into cooking shows. I never watched them before, but there's obviously, you know, the mainstream kind of like Master Chefs and, you know, those kind of bake offs. Mm. But Netflix have got shitloads of them now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah and, and some of them are. I mean, I, I love, because there's like Nailed It and stuff like that. And there's, there's lots of different. Uh, What's Nailed It? So Nailed It is, is actually kind of exaggerated version of how you described uh, Just Desserts. It's where they get people who. Uh, not only bad at baking, I don't know how they just make it through their kind of everyday lives, but but they but they they they, 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 just, they find like aggressively shit people at baking, and um, and then they why well, the, why would you apply? Well, it, it came from I think it's like an online phenomenon. Do you know on, on Bake Off Extra Slice where uh, they they'll go Joe Brand will go. And um, this week we made uh, decorative caterpillars out of marzipan. And here's Susan from Kent's attempt, and it'll look like a, a vibrator. And then everyone will laugh <laughs> on because, she, because she's fucked it so much, right? So nailed it is kind of that phenomenon through the whole show. So they get people who are really shit, and then they give them really tricky things to try and make, like uh, some sort of, you know, sugar cage sitting over you know, a set of turntables made out of Victoria sponge and stuff like that. And then these people who, it, to me, <laughs> it seems like they found, uh, sort of fumble their way through and go, I, I've never seen butter before. And like, they sort of fuck around. And then they make sort of like the car crash equivalent. And the big thing is like, they've got like the cloche over the thing and then they go, nailed it. And then it looks like, <laughs> something that the original do they have to say nailed yeah, it yeah they have to say nailed it so they go <laughs> they go they go nailed it and and it, the cake that they've Fucking made hell. looks like something the original cake shat out of itself do you know what I mean <laughs> and then they all sort of have a laugh about it and, stuff. And, and that's quite we watched that as well at our house 
But I, I think I think it combines desserts, which is uh, the arguably Wicked. the best part of a meal. And um, so, whoa, 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 mm. whoa! Let's just pause there. Desserts the best part of a meal? Do you think? I, the reason I said arguably is because I think desserts are great. The problem with desserts, the difficulty that desserts have is that people have often overeaten by the time that the dessert arrives, right? And so okay. that's not the dessert's fault that you've overdone it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really love MasterChef, the professionals, you know, when they work in a proper kitchen. Yeah. And then they come in and they go, well, we need um, some sweetbreads uh, done. And none of them know what the fuck they are. Yeah. Like that, to me, watching a professional chef go, yeah. is like, it's better than sex. Yeah, it is really good. You know, and also there's something about... Um, I think when somebody talks about something really passionately and they're really fucking into it, there's something really compelling about that. Do you know what I mean? And I think that people that are involved in cooking are always like that. Zumbo, he doesn't convey it very well through his voice or his face, but he's passionate about desserts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find all of that uh, absolutely gripping, despite the fact I can't eat 95% of what it is I'm watching. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, so Zumbo, Zumbo's just desserts. I don't think I can eat anything that's ever been made on that show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if you were to cook, are you more like Zumbo's or are you more nailed it? Well, there's a bit of, there's some arguments in our house about this, to be honest with you, because basically when, I, when Lisa and I first got together, she used to get pissed off about how long it would take me to make something and also the level of uh, destruction there was in the kitchen for a dish that probably didn't merit the amount of, of carnage. <laughs> and so- Man, that sounds like Sam. And so very early on, she'd said to me, I think you're only gonna be, you're only really gonna be able to cook on, on special occasions or something because she goes, it's honestly so fucking annoying to watch you do what you do. So it's like, <laughs> like fair enough. I accept that. But then like the, the other day, like maybe like two weeks ago, I was, uh, we were sat with the kids and we're having dinner. And then one of the kids made a comment that I couldn't cook or they laughed. They made some comment and said, oh, you know, dad can't cook. And they started laughing. And then I, I actually got like a little bit pissed off. Like I went, no, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Don't mistake me not cooking because of certain things that have gone down in this house before any of you were even a, an itch in my pants. Don't confuse that <laughs> for me not being able to cook, all right? I said, in fact, I said, you know what? I said, I can cook. I said, name something you want me to make and I'll make it tomorrow night, right? And then you can see if I can cook or not. Thank God they chose a cheesecake, which is, I'm gonna tell you, for ease of construction to pay off in terms of taste and look, <laughs> it, it couldn't have worked out better for me because a cheesecake is an absolute fucking piece of piss to make and tastes the nut. So I was an absolute legend. Winner. Fair enough. Mm. Do you cook, Matt? Um, I do. Although my kids don't really um, appreciate my cooking and it pisses me off. Like the other night um, I made macaroni cheese. What and, did you um, use for that, Matt? <laughs> I, I, used, I, I, I used macaroni. I used macaroni. Um, there was some penne in there, but that would just be pasta and cheese. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I made it with three different types of cheese, and there was a fucking crumb on the top with oh, um, a picorino in it. Like, it was fucking unbelievable. Oh, I went to town on this thing. I was like, I'm going to make the best fucking macaroni cheese. Research recipes, found mm. the bollocks mm. one. And um, 
and they Mate, I'll have your macaroni cheese. Come and cook it they, for me. They were disgusted. They were all like this. Yeah, not very nice. And I was no. fucking... I, honestly, the rage in me. The what, rage. what did they not like about it? Well, I think what they wanted was the shit they get mm. at school because they fucking love their school dinners. Yeah. And I'm like, that's yeah, shit, man. awful food. Packet but they macaroni. Fucking love Packet macaroni is what they wanted. That's how Jamie Oliver must have felt. Which when he mean? went and did all the school dinners, you know, when he went and, and went, you're not having yeah. shit school dinners anymore. You're having really good food. Yeah. And all the kids went, no, nah, we're fine, thanks. We yeah, like exactly. turkey twizzlers. Yeah. Yeah. Just watching people have a go at him because he's trying to make children yeah. healthier. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he? It was yeah, fucking yeah. incredible. <laughs> if you ever want a lesson in don't fucking bother, it, it was that. It was that. Jamie show. Oliver. This guy's literally trying to save our children <laughs> and he was treated like fucking scum as a result yeah. of that. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. So how do you feel about this then, Matt? About these shows? Um, oh, I think it's good, bad. I really enjoy Zumbo's Just Desserts. I've only watched a few of them. My kids love it. I think this is good, bad as well. Right, Ramesh, can we please have your last confession, please? I eat my kids' breakfast cereal at night after they've gone to bed. The reason for this is, is that Lisa, um, she's one of these people, and a lot of people are like this, and I don't understand it, it's where they buy something, it goes, and then they see it going quickly as a reason not to buy too much of it. It, it makes no fucking sense to me, but it's like, I'll say to her, can we get more Cheerios or whatever it is? And she'll go, well, the problem is, is when I get them, they go straight away. You go, yeah, replenish them. Her whole thing, well, you're enjoying them too I, much. I, I don't know, but that's why, that's, why I don't, that's why I don't understand. I, I, I don't get it. So, so, that is baffling. It, but, but mate, so many people do this, but they just go straight away. Yeah, buy more of them, <laughs> more frequently. <laughs> People are enjoying them. So I didn't realise that grocery shopping was about getting a series of ornaments that we could watch rot and go out of date <laughs> on a fortnightly basis. What the fuck are you talking about? It makes absolutely no sense. I buy the cereals my parents wouldn't let me have yeah, when yeah, I was yeah, younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, right. One of the worst things about getting older is the difference in the, the area that you get your breakfast cereals from. Because, like, the kids' breakfast cereals are all like fucking red boxes and blue boxes, and like they've got animals on the front and shit like that. And then you look at the side that's for like middle-aged dads, and it's the box is brown, and it's a picture of a guy taking a shit regularly. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> because that's why you eat cereal when you get to a certain age. Well, so, that's the that's the thing. Like, um, so it's fucking depressing. Yeah have different breakfasts and like she'll have um you know an egg white omelet on uh f you know granary bread and all this yeah and i'll have a bowl of like cookie crisp or lucky charms yeah and she is more miserable than me <laughs> like and i think that's probably the reason is i i start the day how i mean to go on yeah yeah and yeah. also like yeah it's that thing of like why shouldn't i have this like i'm an adult i i wasn't allowed it as a kid fuck it what this means is that if i want to have like my daily ration of cereal if I'm having a crime for cereal I just start eating cereal <laughs> late on in the evening and then the next morning I sort of come down to the kitchen 
as if nothing's happened. And then I just hear their little, <laughs> listen to their little cries of disappointment. I was like, I don't understand. Where's all this gone? Oh God, I don't know. God, I don't know. Because I, you remember breakfast yesterday, kids? Certainly, I didn't have any cereal, did I? <laughs> Do you never just go to them? I fucking pay for it. No, you can't. No, because you know I don't agree with that. I fucking paid for it because they've made no choice to come into this world. I, I, I sort, I, I sort of, I, I kind of don't. You know that throwing it back in their faces that you paid for it. That's the deal, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You you brought them onto the planet. You you do have to you do have to look after them for a bit. I kind of I, I, I'm not I'm not the one to throw that argument around. Just buy yourself some cereal. Like just have your own stash that they don't see. <sighs> yeah, I, I I know what you're saying. I, I just I feel too. I feel I, I feel like I need to show some solidarity with them. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like if I had my own, I don't want to be the guy. But you're not showing solidarity. You're siphoning it off. Yeah, I, yeah, no. But I'm not showing a lack of solidarity. It's a secret lack of solidarity. They've got no <laughs> idea about it. I am officially showing solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm not like turning up to the cupboard like Jesus, kids. I'm as upset as you are. I, 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 I don't know what the fuck's going on here. This is a oh nightmare. My God. Oh God! Um, so, do you think if you had your own cereal, it would taste as good as stealing theirs, or is that part of the fun for you? I, the truth is, is that it doesn't even come from an enjoyment thing. I do enjoy the cereal. It comes from cowardice. It, it, it is a man who hasn't got the balls <laughs> to say to his wife that I think we should buy cereal at an increased rate to what we do. <laughs> I don't have the balls to do that, nor do I have the balls to eat cereal that I have paid for in front of my children. I mean, I'm a spineless fucking wretch. It's the truth of it. Oh, man. I don't know how I feel about this because, like, I feel a bit sad for you. Mm, it's pathetic. Really, because, well, because I think, you know, you, you work hard, you should eat whatever cereal you want to eat, and you should maybe you stand want. up to Lisa and just say, look, I'm going to buy more of this cereal so I can enjoy it as well, rather than basically ruin your children's life. I, we, yeah, although I would argue that I kind of feel like I'm throwing myself on the grenade that is breakfast cereal, because breakfast cereal probably isn't the best thing to have. Do you know what I mean? Like, they end up having fruit or something like that. So I kind of uh, console myself with the idea that I'm making their diets healthy by intaking more of that cereal myself and ignoring the fact that there is a significant history of heart disease in my family. And I probably am quite significantly shortening my life expectancy. But, but you know, it's worth it to not have to confront Lisa about getting more cereal. <laughs> How do you feel about this, Matt? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's good, bad. I'm terrified of my wife, <laughs> so I'm, uh, I, I, I do as I'm fucking told. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, looking like, forward to when I have dear. kids... I think this is probably good bad because I buy really fun cereal but Sam has all the like you know healthy shit cereal so yeah this is good bad for me mate thank you so much for coming on no um, you have a podcast I have a podcast called Hip Hop Saved My Life uh, where we talk about hip hop uh, but you know uh, it's not as good as this one based on my experience of, of being <laughs> oh, on it. Oh, so, that's lovely. Yeah. So, Thank uh, you very much for coming on, mate. No, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's, Thank been you, a, it's been a genuine joy. Thank you. So there you go, people. That was Ramesh. Wasn't that fun, man? He's very good. Some very unusual confessions, I thought. Yeah, I thought he would deliver. 
And um, he certainly, certainly did. Um, I've not stopped thinking about my anus since then. I'm like... I rarely, rarely stop thinking about your anus. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, We've got some time for some quickfire confessions. Yes, yes, we have. Yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you for sending them in. Would you like to go first? Yes, I will go first. So this is from a lovely lady, and her confession is that her mother-in-law and her aren't, shall we say, the best of friends. And so recently, the mother-in-law bought a new car. And when she comes over to visit the daughter-in-law, the daughter-in-law keeps pressing the boot button with the keys. <laughs> so the boot door keeps on opening. And um, and obviously, she thinks it's broken, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And she's taking it back to the dealership now three times because she keeps complaining that she's got a broken boot and nothing is wrong with it whatsoever, which is, um, which is I, beyond petty. I love this because... It is ultimately a harmless thing to do. Yeah, it's just yeah. wasting time, yeah. <laughs> and the, and these, but also, but also, it is wasting the people's time at the dealership. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there is yeah. there is some poor like twenty something in a car dealership who's collateral damage because this poor woman's going in going the car's a piece of shit, mate. Like it keeps this boot's rubbish. Um, ah, oh, I I love this. I love it. I absolutely love it. In fact. I've already planned it for when my mother and father-in-law come round again. I'm going to start doing it to them um, just for lols. Um, so I love it. I think this is very good bad. I think it's sort of it's sort of a very specific kind of evil, but it yeah. is definitely good bad. <laughs> okay. Right. I've got one as well. Okay. Um, a, a young chap got in touch to uh, tell me this. Um, uh, he said, sometimes I book restaurant tables with no intention of ever going. What? So I guess like does an online booking, like no one would call up to do this. So does a little online booking, um, but he knows he's not going to ever go, but just books a table. It's quite a, um, an unusual thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite annoying. Um, like, and also like for me, like I get, um, if I'm running late for a restaurant booking or something, someone phones me and goes, hello, Mr. Willis, you are not here. And, um, <laughs> and uh, that always really pisses me off. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> who, who is this guy? I want to know more about him. <laughs> well, Mr. Um, Willis, you are not here. He's 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 <laughs> he's, he's from Denmark or somewhere. About the of it, he's an interesting guy. He's he's, he's always on the phone as well. Accent. I know. <laughs> it's always him. It's a really weird thing to do. It is a very strange thing to do. Um, it annoys me. Um, I'm not going to lie. Um, I think this is bad. You, bad. You and you and Claude from Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. We don't like this guy. Um, yeah. Um, so, what do you think? This is bad, bad. I think this is bad, bad. Um, yeah, grow up. I think this is bad, bad. Wow. <laughs> Strong words from Matt Willis there. Only well, uh, thank you very much. Love you, really. Um, thanks very much for sending them in. Uh, please, please keep sending Matt and I um, your confessions. We promise to keep them anonymous. We've got loads of great shows coming up. We've got um, fantastic people like Emma Willis. My wife is coming on. Um, which I'm very excited Great about. Great booking. Harder than you would think to book her. It, it was, wasn't it? She's big time. Uh, we've got Lauren Patterson. We've got Rachel Paris coming up. We've got Desiree Birch. Loads of fantastic people. So make sure you keep listening. Yes. And please, please keep sending us um, your confessions on Instagram because I love reading them. And, um, and if you like the podcast, please like, subscribe, um, leave us a comment because I do read them all because I love reading them. And we'll, we'll be back next week. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.